Uh, well, turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. We've been discussing for the last two weeks, I reckon, on <clears throat> contention or contending for your destiny. It is God's or to God's benefit to his profit that his will for your life is established. One of the striking things in the prayer, what they call the Lord's Prayer, is the fact that Jesus tells us to ask God for his will to be done. It is, it is striking because we would assume that God's will is already a matter of fact, right? But Jesus reveals to us that God's will in the earth is not done. That means what God wants or wanted to see in the earth as predestined by his sovereignty is not done. Think about it. This is God. For God to have his plans, purposes, or Wheel on the earth, not enforced. It's not enforced. He's God. That would mean that there's something that's hindering God's success. This is what it implies. The fact that His will, how, 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 how many years ago did God create the earth? And for all those years, God was still unable to establish his will. This implies an inability to enforce his will on the earth. A limitation on the sovereignty of God. It's something that we cannot begin to fathom because he is God. <coughs> so why is his work incomplete? It is not a matter of time or duration. Is he not all powerful? <coughs> so 
So how is it? For so many years, he's still been unable to enforce and establish his will. So much so that Jesus tells us that our participation is required for the success of God's will in the earth and indirectly in our lives. That is to say, without you, God's will cannot be enforced. Notice what I say. I do not say it will not because that would imply an unwillingness on God's part. God is not unwilling to establish his will, his desires, his plan, his purposes for your life. He's not unwilling. But the ability for that enforcement to become a reality does not depend on him. That is to say that God's will that what God intends for you and me has no guarantee of its establishment. <clears throat> that you, by a refusal or lack of participation in the establishment of what God has predestined and pre-planned for you can make God a failure. Adam, make God a failure. God had to invoke plan B and C and D after plan A failed. So can God's plans fail? Can God's plans falter? <laughs> Jesus said, you will be done on earth. That is the most telling indicator that God's work in your life is incomplete and will not be achieved without your participation. So you are involved in the success of the materialization of God's will. So God's will doesn't just happen because he wills it for you. There has to be an alignment of wills between the divine and the mortals. So it is easy thus to tell when your life is not in the will of God, when your alignment 
with God is not established. So the earth today is a reflection of the rebellion of mankind. So it is not as God willed it. Including your life. That is to say, it is likely that me and you are, are not living by the true design of God, but by the consequence of our rebellion. Thus, we never know what God's best is for our lives unless and until we find alignment. To those plans, those purposes that God wield before time began for me and you. And this, as a result, distinguishes how God measures success from how humans measure success. Me and you measure, measure uh, success based on the acquisitions of possessions and status and title. But success to God is a whole different game ball. Success to God has to do with how much of His will, of His purposes, of His plans have been expressed, established, and manifested in your life. So if only two pages of a hundred page book concerning your life has materialized on this plane, you are a failure to God. Irrespective of how much you accomplished on those two pages. So the acknowledgement of misalignment is important, is important because the, 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 the work of Jesus aligns our relationship, our position with God, not his will and plan. So, a child of God can be a child of God. But that does not imply a fulfillment of God's will. Your will be done. Your will be done. On earth as it is in so the question you need to ask yourself is what is required of me to ensure the materialization manifestation of what God desires for me 
So let's bring it a little bit home, right? As it is in. So there is no sickness in heaven. If the experience of sickness is your lot, you are misaligned. So what is it that is required of God for that materialized nothing? God is not going to do anything about your sickness. He is not. He is not going to do about it is, it is you who is going to have to do something. If you don't do something, nothing will happen. Why? Because everything that needed to be done about the health and healing of the human being has already been as it is in there is no demonic activity and presence in heaven. So, if you find yourself under the oppression of demonic activity and presence in your life and expect that God is going to do something, you may live and die because God is not going to do something as it is there is no failure in heaven so if you are under the pattern or the pattern of failure in your life and you expect that God is going to help you he will not Because everything that has to do with your success, God has done. There is no poverty in heaven. So if you experience poverty, then God is not. As it is in, let it be done on earth as it is done. In heaven it is Forever, O oh Lord. Forever, O oh Lord. Your word is settled with finality. Nothing more to be done in heaven. Your word. Your word. And that encompasses his will, his plans, his purposes, his desires, his dreams. So, Every experience that does not resemble the accomplishment of God's will in heaven is a reflection of misalignment to God and his intentions for you. Now, this is, this is in, 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 in relation to the general will of God. If those things are missing, you're out of alignment. Kai, 
You are out. Then what more of the specific will of God? Now, this brings me to what I'm, I'm, I've been endeavoring to communicate to you. On the reason why you must fight. Because life is not smooth. Saletika dai. Life is not smooth sailing. This is what you must understand. And this is what you must be prepared for. When you come and live life. And the reason why life is not smooth is not by design. Life is, is, is hard, not by design, but by consequence. The consequence of the rebellion of man. Life only became hard and tough for Adam after he transgressed and trespassed and committed treason against God. So by design, every man that lives in this planet will suffer the weight of the hardship placed on civilization. So you you going to have to fight Makatiya. Whether or not you prefer it. So God's intentions, desires, will, purposes, plans comes through the vehicle of contention. So no man receives or enjoy the benefits of what God determined for him without resistance. You will be resisted if you are going to enjoy, achieve, experience, and have his will established in your life. There will be resistance. This is one thing you can bank on. That resistance and not the enjoyment of God's desire for you will be the first thing you experience in this life. So there cannot be an enjoyment of success without some form of resistance. Some form of contention. So you're, you're going to contend. You're going to fight. You're going to wrestle. If anything good is going to come your way. But, but, but sir, did not Jesus pay for it all? <laughs> did not Jesus pay for it all? My brother, he paid for it all, but he still left the enemy on the earth. Jesus did not destroy and annihilate Satan. He destroyed him and left him. (laughs) He still functions. He still operates. He destroyed him and left him. Because we we would argue that why not 
remove him, annihilate him, why leave him? We'll ask God when we get to heaven. <laughs> so you've got to fight. There is some form of resistance you will face in your journey to your destiny. And there are three predominant areas that you have to fight, that you will face warfare. The first one is the flesh. The flesh is the only thing that Jesus sacrificed on the cross did not cater for. And it makes that part of warfare the most difficult to conquer. My God, these or die. Because the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, did not make reservations and accommodations for the flesh. That is something that you would have to do. Because God, in his wisdom, in his sovereignty, and that's why Jesus' greatest struggle was not with Pharisees or demonic entities and powers. Look at him, look at him in the wilderness, look at him in Gethsemane. In the wilderness, he's, 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 he's contending the devil and he's having a smooth ride. All he's saying, oh, it is written, 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 it is written. In Gethsemane, there's no it is written. He, he, he does not have the strength to master it is written. He said, my soul, my soul is sorrowful even unto death. Then he says, Stay with me, watch with me a while, while I go pray. And when he prays, he is begging God. He is begging God. It is possible. Let this cup pass. If there's any other way to fulfill this mandate, if there's any other way to fulfill this, this assignment, let, let, let it be so. Because there's no impossibility with you. He, he, was, he was invoking the ability of God. That God, you are able to make this thing that I'm about to go through happen in a way that I must not go through. Because I, I don't want to. What's he fighting there? He's not fighting devil. He's not fighting the Pharisees. He's not fighting the world. He's fighting himself. He's fighting his flesh. A part of him doesn't want to go through it, but a part of him knows he's born for it. So there's a wrestle between the flesh and the spirit. And then he went to go check on his disciples and he found them sleeping. The flesh won with Peter and the, and, and the two others. It won. When he found them there, he found them sleeping. It was time to war. It was time to resist. It was time to fight the flesh. Then he said something. He said, for surely... The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That means if the flesh is weak, it does not matter how, how willing the spirit is. It does not matter how, how he, 
He acknowledged the willingness of Peter. That Peter wanted to pray, Chris. He wanted to pray, but the flesh was weak. That means your spirit may want to do things, but if, if it does not find agreement and alignment with your flesh, The flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. The wheel of the flesh is weak. Imagine, and it is that weakness that 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 disqualifies the spirit. <coughs> from functioning as it should. That weakness in the flesh, the flesh is weak. How many times has your flesh robbed you? How many times has your flesh caused you to forfeit? How many times has your flesh hindered and prohibited you from advancing? The challenge of God in the realm of the immortals was his flesh. at Jesus he was God but he tired he was God but he hungered he was 100% God yet he, he could not he could not resist the limitations of his humanity so there were certain points in his life where we see his divinity submit to his humanity not by reason of choice, but by reason of the limitations of this flesh. Yet, yet his body was not of this world. His body was not like our body. It was an incorruptible body. You will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. Yet, 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 it, because it looked, it looked like flesh. So what more us who, who have it on? <laughs> what more of us who have, who have this thing on? Paul says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not in, but we wrestle with the flesh. <laughs> Yo! You're going to have to fight your flesh if you're going to be successful with your life. So the location of the desires of the spirit must be, must be found and known. You have to identify with, with what resonates with your spirit. For instance, there's nobody in this place that does not desire success. There's nobody in this place that does not desire abundance, that does not desire health. It is coded in your spirit. It is coded in your spirit. Remember, God is the God of abundance. He didn't say, let there be a tree. 
He didn't say, you understand? He said, let there be lights in the firmament. Not light, lights. He didn't say, let there be a tree. He said, trees. He didn't say, let there be a beast. He said, beasts. He's a God of abundance. And it is, it is, it is, it is that DNA that, that is encoded within your own spirit. So the fabric of your spirit contains a coding, a yearning for this, a yearning for success, abundance, prosperity, wealth, health, victory. It is in there. But when a man is unable to attain what is already coded in his spirit, then there's a problem. And the problem is the skin he is wearing. That's why Satan said to God, skin for skin. In other words, the last area that would prove that this man's spirit is, has integrity toward God is if you touch his skin. He says, lay, lay your hands now in his presence. He will curse you to your face. God said, do as you please. Just keep his spirit intact. He cast boils on Job. Why? Because when, when the voice... When the wheel of the flesh becomes stronger than that of the spirit, that's when the true test is. You see it when you have to pray. When you have to open your Bible and read. When you have to engage in 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 destiny activities look at your flesh and the true sign of maturity in the spirit is the ability to subvert the flesh not your body the flesh is what's inside it's called sucks in the greek Sucks. It's 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 the it's the underlying uh, passions, vices that exist within the layer of the body. Flesh is not soul. Who of you wants to sin? That means there is a law in your soul that prohibits, right, not prohibit, there's a law in your soul that, that does not desire sin. It's there. But how many of you do sin? Probably all of us, right? Right? Sin in the outer court is not the same as sin in the inner court. <laughs> I'll leave it there. That means sin is measured differently at different stages of your walk with God. So what might be sin to you in level two of your walk might be seen in level eight. And, and might, might have consequences. 
<laughs> right? So what causes us to sin is the flesh. What I do, I do not do. What I do not want to do, I do. Said, for I know there is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing good in me that is in the flesh. In the flesh. That is an area, if you can master, you, you are guaranteed success in the world of man. See, scholastic uh, systems does not guarantee success. It's mastery over the flesh. To succeed in a field, you, you don't need prior or prior information or knowledge concerning that subject. You just require the discipline for the acquisition of the body of knowledge that's required in that field. That means for every cause or for every field of expertise there is, those who have become masters have not become masters in that field because they had some special ability. No, they became masters because they, they disciplined their flesh to ensure success in that field. Why does wisdom cry out to the folly? Yet he says that wisdom is too high for a fool. Why does wisdom cry out to the simple one? Yet he says that wisdom is too lofty for a fool. That means that the fool has, has the propensity to acquire wisdom. Do you get that? In the same way that the poor has the potential to become rich. But the, the bridge between poverty and rich is mastery over the flesh. And, 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 and there's a problem in Christendom in the fact that they, they, they have not yet understood the, the, the dimensions of warfare. So they attribute every form of warfare to satanic operation and activity. That is the list of your worries. The devil, listen to me, the devil is the least of your worries. <laughs> oh my God. You, do you understand that? He is the least of, what you should be more concerned about is the flesh and how to combat him. Because if your flesh is weak, it doesn't matter how willing your spirit is. You can master all the will of the spirit if the flesh is weak. Hmm. 
the flesh will beat you. The flesh will beat you. Pastor, we know, we know war in the flesh. He knows it because any warfare carried out in the flesh. Huh. So Galatians, let's look at something in, in the scriptures. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. After this, you, you, you will understand why, why there is so much failure in your life, so much unfulfillment in your life. And it has nothing to do with the ambushment of devils around you. But everything to do with your failure in the flesh. The flesh is a big problem. But the scriptures provide us solutions on how to deal with the flesh. How to deal with and he says, in order for you to, to master or have mastery over the flesh and to successfully keep the flesh under, he says, you have to walk in the spirit. That is, that is the only way you win in your warfare and contention against the flesh. Otherwise, you never reach your destiny. You sleep on like Peter, you never reach your destiny. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. Then suddenly, 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 poverty shall come upon you like a prowler. In other words, you, you will become poverty's prey. That, that's what he say. You will become poverty's prey. If, if, if you, you have these, these uh, uh, virtues strong in you, slumber, sleep, lack of intention, he says, he says you, you, you already, you are, you are sick, you are poverty's prey. Not because Satan blew demons your way. <laughs> Right? Devils are not a factor in, in poverty coming upon the individual like a prowler, right? Devil was not a factor. What was a factor? The flesh. The flesh. Just two more hours. Yeah? No, notice what the Bible says. The Bible says, the Bible never said, Chris. The Bible never said much sleep. Yeah. A little. <laughs> the scriptures never told us much sleep. The Bible never said much sleep, much slumber. It says a little. A? A little. A? A little. Sleep. A little. How long do you sleep? You're already in danger. You are already in, in danger. 
a little, a little, littleness in sleep, in slumber, just to fold your hands a little bit. He says, you are poverty's prey. So people come into Christianity with the hopes that prayer and deliverance will change their estate in life. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Dealing with the flesh is what will change your estate. That's why when things don't go people's way, they blame God. Right? Then after God, they blame the pastor. After the pastor, they blame the church. Then lastly, they blame Christianity as a whole. What's God have to do with your success? <laughs> God has nothing to do with a man's success or failure. God says to Adam, <coughs> the day you eat, you die. God says to Adam, the day you eat, you die. This is, oh Lord, help me. This is, child of God, the most, the most interesting communication from God. The day you eat, you die. Now, why, why not, not create those trees if you want to eliminate the possibility of death? Because God could not have planted those trees or could have made those trees invincible to who? He puts them right there. Then he says, the day you eat, you die. So every single day of Adam's life, Adam had to choose God. So you always have a plurality, a duality of choice. Death or life. Success of poverty. God never lays it on any man. Men choose it for themselves. There are men and people who grew up under impossible conditions, yet they made something out of their lives. Because God has nothing to do with your success or prosperity. He has everything to do with their availability. <laughs> Poverty is available. <laughs> Success is available. Life is available. Death is available. You must choose. You see, I just pulled something. Can I show you something? Amen. Let me show you something. Genesis, let me show you something. Genesis. When men's lives fail, especially in Christianity, when you see men rise and fall, when you see lives come to desolation, it's not the devil. is a loss, is a loss 
of the love of God. You see, the Bible says love does not, cannot, does not. That's important. Right? A dog does not speak, not cannot speak. Does not makes reference to its nature, who it is. You see? Cannot refers to a possibility. We're not dealing with possibilities when it comes to love. We're dealing with the reality of its nature. It does not fail. So when failure makes itself apparent in a life, it means love either diminished or totally absconded. Can I, I want to show you something, right? I want to show you something. If, if, if Ephesians, I mean Genesis, sorry, chapter, chapter two. No, three, sorry, I said three. Genesis chapter three. Verse 6. Can we read it, please? Let's read it. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant. When, when the woman saw yeah? that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eye. It was good. And it was when she saw that it was good and pleasant. Now, here's a question. Here's a question. Did it, didn't she see the tree? Didn't she see the tree? Read verse, read verse two. And three. And the woman said to the serpent, You may eat the tree of the So this tree was in the center. Right? That means if whenever they did their business, they saw it. They saw, but there was no registry. Satan did something. The information he shared with Eve activated something in her. Unlocked something. They saw the. F they saw. They saw. But nothing happened. But this time, she saw that the food, that the tree was, and pleasant to the eyes. So something had switched in Eve to to propel her to finally. Pluck the tree out of, I mean, pluck the food out of the tree. What happened? She saw. 
She what? She saw. That means sight activated the flesh. Activated the passions, ple- pleasure. So all of a sudden she felt pleasure toward the food. But before she did not feel pleasure, what happened? That means for you to get to do anything, something must happen to your eyes. That means the reason why the flesh was a problem in Peter and the apostles' life and not a problem to Jesus was because of how they saw. How? How they saw. And how they saw was informed by what? By knowledge, information. By? The Bible says after they ate, their eyes opened and they saw that they were naked and they were afraid and ashamed. But in chapter two, they were both naked and not ashamed. Now they are naked, they see themselves naked. That means that it was, it was not imprinted in their consciousness. They, they had no information to discern what being naked means. Now their nakedness is uncovered, they are looking for leaves to cover themselves. All this time they were walking naked. If, we all, if you walk naked now, out the street now, right? You probably be hurled after, right? Either batorum loi or. If you knew, right? That. Example, right? Let me not use any specific people so that you don't use your imagination, right? <laughs> they say there's a woman you know is in their right mind, right? And she undresses before you. Something will happen to you, right? Or a man undresses if you're a woman before you. Something will happen to you, right? Something will happen to you physically, right? Let's just say, you know that that woman is right in her mind and she undresses before you. Like Potiphar's wife undressed before Joseph. If you don't stay, something will happen. Correct? Even though you did not want to or intend to. Correct? Correct? Now, assume that this woman or man that is uncovering themselves is known that they have 
mental, serious mental conditions. They are not right in their head. And that this person, you know that this person is not right in their head and they undress before you. Will something happen? The emotion will be different. With the other one, something arose. But because this other one is known, there's information that there's something not right in them. Even though the act is the same, they are naked. Nothing will. Unless, of course, you also. <laughs> but naturally, nothing will happen to you. Right? Why is that so? Why? What caused, what caused the, 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 a change in the way you perceive and feel toward that person? In? Information determined, decided what, what was going to happen in your feelings, in your body. This means that sight is the activator of the flesh and information is the activator of what? Of sight, the emotion of sight. That means in order for you to do anything, you've got to see its end first. He says, Paul says, men don't race for the sake of racing. He says, he says when they race, they race to win. You don't race to come out third or fourth. Yeah. <laughs> now, if, you race to? That means the end goal in everybody's mind who is engaging in that activity is what? So what, what, what do they see? What is their motivator? Victory. Success. Not how they feel. That day they may be tired. But if they know they are going to be in a race, tiredness is, is, is not a motivator to them. What is a motivator? What they have what? Imagined and seen for themselves. So the entire fight of the flesh. Um, First John chapter two, verse fifteen. First John, chapter two, verse fifteen. We'll go to Galatians now. Now, First John chapter two, verse fifteen. Can we read it? Let's read it, please. Do not love the world. Do not love the world. Yeah? All the things in the world. Mm. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. He should have put it like this. If anyone loves the world, he does not love the Father. Because the love of the Father is not in him implies that God does not love him. He, this not, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about you. You don't love God if you love the world. Yeah? For all the things of the world, the lust of the 
So all that is in the world is what? No, no, no. All that is in the world. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. The lusts. The, the word there is epitimia. It means to, to want something that is forbidden. That is lust. You understand that? It is forbidden to have sexual relations outside marriage. So when you have sexual relations outside marriage, what moved you into that was not love. It was lust. It is only love when it is in marriage. <laughs> Why? Because uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that when we move into uh, Galatians 5. But uh, he says the lust of the flesh, yeah? The lust of the eyes. The lust of? The eyes. Notice, the flesh, the eyes, and the pride of life. The, the what? So, so, the tree was forbidden. You see, here's, here's the problem I find with many um, schools of thought. Uh, especially in theology that says that the fruit was sex, right? That Eve had sex with the devil. That's what many say, right? And, and their reasoning behind that is the fact that God said to Satan, your seed and her seed and stuff like that. And that the result of that sexual relation between Eve and Satan was Cain, right? That Cain was the son of this, the serpent and you don't know because you're not exposed to it, right? But it's, it's, it's a very, very propagated school of thought, especially as it relates to the doctrine of the seed of the serpent, right? But the problem is that God did not forbid Adam and Eve from having sex. That's where the theory loses its power because sex was not a forbidden thing between Adam and Eve. You understand? So the tree could not have been referring to sex because it was not a forbidden thing. What was forbidden was what God said it was. It was a tree. And the fruit. Right? The tree and the? The tree and the? And the fruit. That was what was? So, how, how did Satan get Eve to the point where she ate it? She, he what? He gave or he incited lust. When she saw it was good and pleasant, the last of the eyes. How many things do you find pleasant and you know they are not forbidden? I mean, and you know that they are forbidden. <laughs> it's the flesh. 
the lusts of the flesh, the wants of the flesh, the desires, the passions of the flesh. So it is possible for your flesh to want something that you should not have. Right? So envy, covetousness, jealousy, all those things are workings of the flesh. The? The? Teaching you how to fight for your life. How to contend for your life. For your destiny. You have to understand the dimensions of warfare. The, the engagements of the warfare for your destiny. It is not only with demonic or demonic entities. But it's something in your makeup that has been tweaked. And that's why I told you, Satan can, cannot, his greatest attacks are not in the spirit. They are in the flesh. Because he, he has an appetite for dust. He has an appetite for dust. That is food. So it is consequential that he would bring the warfare to the dimensions where he stands to eat more and much more wholer foods. Because dust is his whole food. Flesh. Eve, Eve knew what she was not supposed to do. But the devil whipped him. <laughs> Why? Sucks. Sucks was activated. Sucks. Paul says, I, I keep my flesh under. I bifed my flesh. You, 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 you know what he means? Yeah? He beat it up. He beat up his flesh to keep it under him. Why? He says, lest after I have preached, I also become a castaway, be disqualified from the inheritance of the saints. It's, it's, like, it's like what many preachers think, you past, pastors and ministers, they think that their, their gifts exempts them. <laughs> From being disqualified. <laughs> Can preach all your life and go to hell. All your life you preach, you preach and go to hell. Or sometimes not even go to hell but lose all the reward of your ministry. Flesh. Flesh. Flesh is the only thing. Flesh. That can disqualify you from your inheritance. The Bible says, let it be known that flesh and blood shall not, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood. For the kingdom of God is not what? Eat and drink. You, you're getting it. You're getting it. You, you, already you are seeing the picture. Why? You are a failure. 
Because in the world, in the world, the measurement of success is how well a man's flesh has been tamed for the achievement of objective. Because the whole world runs on flesh. The whole machinery of this world runs on flesh. And those who are successful can be measured by what they did with flesh. <laughs> All that is in the world, not spirit. Oh, there's no spirit in there. Do, do, do you find spirit in there? The, the Bible says all that is in the world is spirit. It says all that is in the world is what? Flesh. That's all that's in the world. Uh, uh, continue reading that, that, that verse, please. Yeah? For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides Longevity. You want longevity in the spirit. He, he, says, he says the love of the Father. And I want to show you how this love operates. Okay. Look. Look. Hallelujah. You learning something? The flesh is your your enemy. The Bible says enmity against God. He says it is, it is, it is, it is not subject to the law of God. Neither can it be. There, there, you, you, there, is, no, there's, there's no possibility for your flesh to be agreeable with God. I didn't write the Bible. It, 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 it is not subject to the law of God, nor can it be. That means the law of God cannot bring the flesh under. He says it's you. The only thing powerful enough to tame the flesh is the spirit of the flesh they inhabited. In other words, only you can tame your flesh. I can't tame it, nor can God. Only you. And, 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 and I'll provide you with the solutions that the Word of God gives us to, to subject our flesh. Because many lives were destroyed. You tell your, your son, don't go to that party or your daughter. Don't go to that place. And he said, nah, but I want to go. All my friends are going. And he said, don't go. And they go. And they get hurt. What hurt that person? Eh? What betrayed that person? 
the lust of the flesh. You follow the flesh, you die. <laughs> you follow, you die. That, that, that's, that's, that, that's, the, that's the guarantee of pursuing the flesh. So, did I say something? Oh, Luke, Luke, Luke. Luke or Matthew, it's fine. Right, but Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Look at this. Don't love the world. Right? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. That means you must love God with your body. You must love God with your soul. You must love God, he says, with, with your what? With your dianoia. There was no love for God in Eve. There was... The proof of love is not in affection. The proof of love is in obedience. Many of you think your boyfriend, your, your husbands, your friends love you or you love them until something has to be done to prove it. To? And love is provable. <laughs> love is? Provable. To the Lord, what is the, what proves that God loves you? Jesus, Spirit, what proves that you love Him? Nothing else. You know there's nothing else outside obedience to God that can prove that you love Him? Not prayer. Prayer doesn't prove anything. Uh, fasting doesn't prove anything. All those things done within obedience prove. Out of it don't prove. So He says, love not in other words, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul. Love not. Neither the things that are. So Satan cannot make you not love God. But the world can. You see, see what I told you when I said, he is the least of your worries. Because he, he, he cannot do anything that is already within the system. So the system is there to do what? To, to deflate your love for God. To dilute it. 
to corrupt it so that it's easy to disobey God. Kai. You know, it's easy to disobey God with many of us. It, it's, it's not a matter of a weakness of spirit. It's a weakness of flesh caused by what? A deflation, a dilution of love for God. Because if you love God, that is a defense. Because love for God births a fear for Him. A respect for Him. You can't say you love God without respecting Him. You can't say you love Him without respecting His precepts. But, oh, but I'm weak. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that's the problem. You, you, you see that? And, and, and God judges us based on His interactions with us in our spirit. But our flesh, He says He, he will reward you, not what you do in your spirit, but the works done where? In the flesh. So, so, so the judgment is in the spirit, the rewards. So how much from God you'll receive? He says is based on your, your dealings in the flesh. How successful were you in your dealings? In You're looking at how, how successful you are in your karabaro. There's no reward for praying. <laughs> There is no real, you will not be rewarded for fasting, brother. <laughs> but you will be rewarded for your works in the flesh, done in the flesh. Galatians. Potent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Thou art welcome in this place Holy Spirit Thou art welcome in this place Holy Spirit Thou art welcome in this place, potent Father of mercy and grace. Thou art in this place 
thou art welcome in this place. Oh, thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Thou art welcome in this place. Oh, thou art welcome Lord, prepare me to be your sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and through, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living. Sanctuary, Lord, for you. Mm. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Come breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, Spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high, I'm yielding to as I'm walking in your love, Jesus, I adore, Jesus, I adore, Heal, Lord Jesus, I adore.
Sing praises to your name. Oh, praises to your name. Hmm. Galatians chapter five. Ah, glory to God. Verse 16. Verse 16. I say then, yeah? Walk in the spirit. Mm. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Hi, 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 hi. Do what? Do what? Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Do what? Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Read again. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Again. Walk in the spirit. So our failure with the flesh is because we do not walk in the spirit. I, 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 I like I like mirroring truth because it makes it easier for me to understand and measure where I am in relation to that truth. Are you having troubles in the flesh? He says, you're not walking in the spirit. So he is not saying to me and you, fight the flesh. He says, walk in the spirit. You see where your problem is? You, you are trying to deal with the flesh by dealing in the flesh. But he says, walk in the spirit so so your your objectivity should be to walk in the spirit and not dealing with the flesh so your consciousness should be at walking in the spirit hmm walk in the spirit and you shall it's a law this is a law this is a it's a law. He says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill. In other words, it will not get to the point where you do what is empty your spirit. The, tempta the temptations will come, but you will not fulfill them. Come, let's read. Let's read. Let's read. 
for the flesh lust against the spirit. For the for the for, for the for the what? The flesh. For the what? The flesh. And get I told you that the devil is the least of your worries. Says for the flesh. The flesh <coughs> does what? Lust against the spirit. So the target of the flesh is the spirit. Because that's what that, that word lust means. It means to set your heart upon. It's a desire. So the, desi the desire of the flesh is the spirit. So the flesh lasts against the spirit. Yeah? And the spirit against the flesh. So these two are anti, yet they, they, they are domiciled within the same frame. So a man can, can exude different personalities on the basis of where he draws from. It means if you draw from your spirit, Kanthalia, what, what will, will exude is, is that quality. If you draw from your flesh, the same will exude. So at any point in time, you, 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 we can see your spirit, we can see your flesh. Because though there are two different dimensions of the existence of man, yet they live in one frame, they exist in one frame. So the flesh lasts against the spirit. And the spirit against, and listen to what he says, listen. And these are contrary to one another. Ah, read it again, read it again. Read that whole verse again. So who is, who is the number one enemy of your success in life? Huh? Huh? Who, who's your number one enemy? The flesh. Who doesn't want you to prosper? The flesh. Who doesn't want you to be healthy? The flesh. Who doesn't want you to succeed? The flesh. Who doesn't want you to have a happy life? Who doesn't want you to have a happy marriage? Who doesn't want you to have a healthy relationship? Who doesn't want you to have a great career? Who, who, God? Says these two are what? That means... Whatever is placed by God in your spirit, he says that is what your flesh will fight. <laughs> that means if if God if God has 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 created you to be a a a a, a, a preacher, says the flesh will fight that. That means whatever is in the spirit, the flesh will fight. And whatever is in the flesh, the spirit will fight. That means you are at constant law, war, constant contention. You don't need the devil. You see, at any point in time, you can say to the devil, I devil, excuse me, I don't need you now. Don't bother me. And the devil will listen to you. You can't say that to the flesh. When you wake up, he's there. When you go to bed, he's there. When you're alone, he is there. He is always there with you. 
is the dynamic that is facing the human being. So he he will be or the proportion to which he is successful in life will be directly measured by how much of his flesh he conquers. So whatever dimension of success you desire or whatever dimension of accomplishment you desire, it will be defined or determined by how much of flesh in that dimension you deal with. And he says, walk in. So you can't pray away the lust of the flesh. You can't fast them away. You can't? Addictions are what the flesh has made its home. Do you, you get what I'm saying? That means they they those strongholds can be cast down but whatever the flesh want will always want kasale <laughs> that's what i told you that god says that one of the ways, one of the ways to, to, uh, to gravita or gravitate or earth your passions is to get married. I, I didn't say that, it's God. It's God. So, he said, these two are contrary. They can never be Friends, they can never be compadres. <laughs> they can never be, never be companions. The flesh and the spirit, they can never, they don't mix. The, the, the flesh is that voice that tells you when, when you are reaching failure in your rep max at the gym, the flesh says quit. The spirit says, don't quit because this is necessary. The flesh is that voice that tells you, go to sleep when you have an exam tomorrow and you still haven't acquired all the knowledge, grasped all the knowledge. That's the flesh. The flesh is that voice that tells you, go buy the license instead of going through. <laughs> is what? Is the? The flesh will never go or agree with the spirit. The flesh is that voice that says sleep. 
And you, you, you had planned that, okay, after this, I'm, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. <laughs> when it's time, the flesh says, but you are tired. Tomorrow is another day. <laughs> the flesh is that voice that says, kissy, kissy, we love each other most. Lavi, lavi, it's fine. That's the flesh. Within the spirit is the entirety of God's law. That means everything that you should not be doing, your spirit knows. And it will inform you. Your spirit will tell you, no, no, that's enough of TV now. Your spirit. Why aren't you doing the things that make for success, but the things that make for failure, you do excellently? It's because in your spirit, in your spirit, success is coded. So the job of your flesh is to ensure that that will is not established. So the first roadblock to success is the flesh. That means that the first roadblock in prayer in the spirit is the flesh. The first roadblock in any other objective you have in life is the flesh. Your first roadblock to a good marriage or to being married is the flesh. How many of us have read the Bible and we know what the Bible says, but we still can't find expression in the thing that the Bible says and we want to. How, how, many, how many of us have been told that in order to be successful you must do one, two, three and we still don't do it? The, the flesh is the excuse center, justification center for all failure. This is where you have the headquarters for failure. The flesh. Continue reading. How they go, sorry, how they. Eighteen, verse eighteen, yeah. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Read it again. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Read it again. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. He's referring to a specific law which the flesh has taken advantage of to gain dominion over the soul, the spirit in the world. It's a specific law. You are not under the law if you are led by the spirit. That means the law which the flesh uses 
to gain advantage and mastery, he says, will not affect you. Okay. No, I don't want to go into this now because it will lead me astray. It's a, it's a whole body of work there. But if you are led by? Walk in the? There is a solution for all manner of warfare. And I can tell you what it is. Let's read. I'll tell you. Let's read. Now the works of the Now the works, the deeds, the business of the flesh. Right? Yes. The, the 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 filth of the flesh. Right? The lasciviousness of the flesh. The licenses of the flesh are evident. evident. <laughs> are what? Evident. You can't excuse them. They are evident. They are what? Evident. They are what? Evident. They are manifest. So flesh can hide. <laughs> the works of the flesh are evident. Look at someone. I know. When the flesh is operating, is operating with you. With you. <laughs> yeah. Fleshy, fleshy. Fleshy, fleshy. Fleshy, fleshy. What inspired your choices? What inspired your decisions? Fleshy flesh. Choices and decisions inspired by the flesh will always lead to ruin. It's a guarantee. They will always lead to, to perishable. Fleshy? Flesh. Fleshy? Flesh. How jolly mood to because Umida. Ergo Troele. Ergo Ergo Troele. Because I'm on your case. Let's read. Ah, uh, what? Evidence. Which are Moi Cheo Moi Which are Eh Which are what? We we're gonna deal with the works of the flesh. <laughs> they are evident. Which are what? Not Satan. <laughs> is what? Adultery. Uh? What is adultery? What is adultery? 
No. Yeah, 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 sexual immorality against another man's wife or against another wife's husband. Do you fit that category? Is your flesh involved in adultery? <laughs> okay, let's go. What's number two? Let's let's wait there. Funny. Look at look at somebody dead in the eyes and say it. Phony, phony, phony. <laughs> Ask, are you phony, phony? <laughs> Ask, are you phony, phony? Phony, The word is ponia. It comes from the Greek word poneo. This is where you get words like pornography or pornographic or porn or all those things. What that word means is to be involved in illicit sexual activity or unlawful sexual activities. Un-sexual like sodomy. You get that? So anything that is sexual in nature, but illicit and unlawful, he says, the works of? Not demons. The? The You don't cast pornia out, fornication. Look at your neighbor. You don't cast pornia out. You walk in the spirit. You walk in the spirit. The works of the flesh are evident. Phony. 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 You get that, right? Amen. Homosexuality, lesbianism, bestiality. You know bestiality? You don't know bestiality? Man sleeping with animal? Oh, don't look, don't be like, whoa. <laughs> Prostitution, harlotry, yeah? Sexy, sexy. It's all those junk, right? Sleeping with a divorced man or woman. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Drink my water. <laughs> Sugar mama and daddy's him. Get married and have sex. That's it, like. If I ever get married and get sex. 
you will deal with, with two categories. Three, in fact. No, four. When it comes to the works of the flesh. Get married and have. I didn't hear anybody. I said, get married and... Who, for how long are you going to have? And listen, 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 listen. Unprotected sex is not sex without condom. Unprotected sex is sex without marriage. That's unprotected sex. That sex is not protected. That's the one that's not protected. You're not safe that you had someone, oh, hell no. The only thing you're safe from is biological consequence. But all other consequences of that interaction, let, let me tell you, you are not safe. You are? Not safe. So get married and have sex. Even if that's the only reason why you want to get married. <laughs> Biblical and it's acceptable. <laughs> if you burn, if you are burning, do what? <laughs> by the time that means by the time you say you're gonna want to get who's gonna marry you and virgin you? No, let's talk about it. All over. Who's gonna marry you? The time we decide or no, who's gonna marry you? We want unbroken systems. By the time, by the time you get married, your, your fountain is already flowed out. How not fountain? You are dry desert. Who is gonna wanna marry you? You see who, how, how, see how na haneli kopin? Wabona how na haneli kopin? Yeah? Ona hane four minutes later. That's all you're thinking about. You, your time horizon is minutes. Your time horizon is minutes. You're not thinking 20 years, 30 years. Four minutes. That's what you're thinking about. The next four minutes. Ain't gonna marry no virgin. Maybe you can. I ain't no me. <laughs> Trust me. You gotta be a virgin. Chaste. The Bible calls it chaste. Yeah? <laughs> 
Being born again doesn't make you a virgin. How rapella marriage? How rapella marriage and Messi? Praise the Lord. Bible says, drink from your own well. Why now you're not a well anymore? You're something else. You see, you see, one anything, fornication, two minutes. Opela, we're not four minutes until ning, until ning. Opela, until ning, we're four minutes. How much everlasting? Short term, short term, short term, short term. <laughs> That's why sex ends up being an addiction. And you end up sleeping with any other Tom, Dick, and Head who will avail themselves to you. Hallelujah. We're dealing with works of the flesh here. They're evident. They're evident. Once you start having sex, it's written all over your face. You can't hide it. It will show. It will show here. It will show everywhere. Everything changes. Sex changes you. Oh God, sex changes you. Oh man of God, flee fornication and youthful lusts. Flee, run. Nazagari, chill and flee. When are you are flying into? <laughs> We are running away from these things. Why now you are diving into them? Yeah, why now you are diving? Head on, head strong. Oh, bold, yo. You're bold. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this brings me to, to the second level. To the second level. Uncleanness. Uncleanness is as a result of fornication. That's why I told you, that's why I told you that once you fornicate, you are unclean. You are? And, and, and let me tell you something. This, these these two doors, these two doors, they open up a door to a spirit called uncleanness. 
you know once you once a person has an unclean spirit, oh my God, once an unclean spirit inhabits a body, that's the that's 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 the strongest man in the kingdom of of these diabolical spirits. An unclean spirit can cause all manner of mess in a person's life. All men of destruction in a person's life. Because when you fornicate, you transfer energy. You transfer energy. You see, sex was meant to be a not only a download or transference of biological uh, reproduction things but it was meant by God to be a download and a transference of energies, of spirits. You can wake up in the morning, ne? look at your husband or your wife, right? And know they are not okay. Yet they never told you anything. You can know there's something wrong. You, it's a knowing. They don't need to tell you. You don't need to tell them, but it's a knowing that there is no, something is not right here. Why? It's a knowing that comes from the union. How many, how many, how many energies you've been transferring? Spiritual HIV. <laughs> Yeah, but once you are on AIDS, <laughs> or HIV, unclean. What fixes uncleanness? Walking in the spirit. No, you see, this, these are things we, not, we don't talk about, right? But, and then we wonder why in our lives there's weakness. There's no progress. Because you come to church and instead of cleaning up that wound, instead of putting alcohol, a disinfectant on that wound, it's a disinfectant. You'll be disinfected, bandage will be put there. No. Most ministers don't, don't heal you, they soothe you. And after they soothe you after, it's back again to square one. Works of the? Flesh. Works of the? It's like driving a car without a license. Only that in the spirit, how not George? In the spirit, how not? You can't pay an officer in the spirit. Yes. Unlicensed sexual activity. Who are you going to pay? When that devil comes in, he's in. You don't want to pay that devil like a No, it's in. You see how, how the devil 
uses the flesh to gain an advantage over lives? And Satan knows how to, how to profane a generation. You hear, you hear them say in advertisement, in marketing, sex sells. Sex. It sells, brother. It sells, sister. But it destroys. It They say everything else is about sex except sex itself. The, that, they rank number one and two. They, 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 I didn't write the Bible. They rank number one and two. They rank number one and two. Adultery, that's for married people who are doing illegal things. Fornication, that's for unmarried people who are doing illegal things. Where's the safe space? Marriage. Meh? Meh? So when you to go home, you go taste and go taste and see. And after you have tasted, oh yeah, no, I think it's time for me to settle down. And you see where this problem starts? In the home. So where this problem starts? In the home. It starts in the home. There's no laws, no principles in the home. There's no consequences in the home. Child goes outside, goes to have sex with eight different men, and still comes live in your house. It's not that you don't know. Once a person starts having sex, they start changing. You see them, they start, you can't tell them anything. Because it's a transference of energies, bro. You start exuding energies, you don't know where they're coming from. <coughs> Remember, I don't know if I should go into this. Let me, let me try and get it. Ten minutes, let me try and get into this. God said to Satan that the seed of the woman shall crush the head of your seed. In other words, Satan has biological children. See, that's one of the reasons why the Bible says we must abscond from these fornications and these works because Satan has biological children. They look like you. They look like you because they can hide themselves. Biologically, DNA-wise, they are children of Satan. So in this world, 
we don't have only human biological children. We have Satan's biological children. God had given him right for that expression. So you might be sleeping with Satan's child, Satan's girl or Satan's boy, biologically. I'm not talking about spiritual, biology and all those. No, I'm talking about biologically. That's corrupting your own. That's why the Bible says, only when you get married is the husband or the wife sanctified by the union and the children too are sanctified. If, 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 oh God, I don't want to get into these things because they are very controversial things that need time to build on. But, 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 uncleanness, uncleanness, uncleanness not only corrupts you physically, but morally, but morally. Our generation is morally unclean and unclean in the flesh. Imagine it, the flesh is already a problem. Imagine an unclean flesh. No, you don't, you don't get off that uncleanness like that. You know it, Angel. After that four minutes, yeah? And you're afraid to even get up. You don't know, you feel like dying. I get it, you know it. <laughs> you on the side of the bed, Mol. <laughs> Unclean. Why instead of feeling good, you feel bad? Your spirit just told you, boy, we have transgressed. <laughs> Yeah, maybe now you're not in it, but before then, you, you know, before the light came in, you know it, right? Yeah. And then with console again, nah, I love you, I love you. We love each other, baby. Praise the Lord. Amen. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, yeah? Lewdness is lasciviousness, right? Is like, is like, is like a, a lack of license. A lack of, dis, a lack of, um, criteria, a lack of sexual discipline. A lack of flesh discipline. Gluttons. You, 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 your stomach, your stomach, Initially, could only contain four slides, but due to a lack of, uh, due to lasciviousness and lewdness, now it has expanded to to handle eight and twelve. Ausuti, <laughs> you eat beyond limits. You can't say stop. You can't say it's enough. <laughs> lewdness. That's lewdness. Always when I with you are a packager. <laughs> Lewd. 
vice. That's a vice. You've got a vice going on there. You've got a vice going on there. Lewdness. How many three pack? How I mean, how many pack or not four pack? Lewdness. Why born? Have I the bitching? Have I ing ing? Oh, grab a regga the trolley. The trolley. Ta ta ta. Biru puti zore. When na like uso like twenty four in Ganjan ngap. Vice. You 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 can't drink eight liters of water, right? How can you drink twelve liters, twelve case of alcohol? What allows that thing to go in? It's lewdness. What's that? Lewdness. It's a vice. You understand that? It's a. It's a vice. The Bible says. The Bible says, wine is for fools, and those who have no knowledge. Wine is not for princes. Sposa guzegio. Lude. Why do people drink alcohol? It's to heighten their experience of life. That's why people drink alcohol. It's a heightenment. It's to heighten, but it's temporal. And it brings no lasting satisfaction. If you drink 24 today, you still must drink tomorrow 24. Lewd. Yes. Lewd. Yes. Mm. You 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 get it? Yes. You get it? Yes. A lack of discipline. You can't hold yourself in. There's no enkratia. There's no temperance. Anything goes with you. Lude, yes. you, you have no license. Your license is to do, you, you can do anything. That's a level. That's, that's a deep level. Lewdness. How do you curb that in? He says, walk. What's the antidote for fornication? Walking in the spirit. Adultery. Walking in the spirit. Uncleanness. Lewdness. Vices. You know those vices. Huh? You can swear, you can you can do all these kind of things. Lewd. My Lord. I Africa. Ancestral worship. Worship of idols. I. I. The worship of idols. Worship the dead. These are works of the flesh. 
Listen, Busangoma, it's the lowest level of the spiritual work of the devil. That's a walk in the flesh. That's a? It's a walk of the flesh. Idolatry. Partner. Yeah? I. As manga kulma no ma. Shambi mi yangu sa fule. Uko konje manga manga ha. Sorcery. So, witchcraft, magical arts, so, so, witchcraft is a work of the flesh, blowy, boo, is a work of Rezena go the emotional ones now. Con! Oza, 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 oza. Con! Strive. Aries. Conversational tensions. Con! 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 Conversational? Strive. Yeah? Arguments. The work of? The flesh. Not of the spirit. Of the? Flesh. Where, where, where do you see this displayed more? You see it displayed more in women, in manhood football, in sports, <laughs> politics. Con? <laughs> Are you a content, contentioner? <laughs> yeah? Are you a contentioner? A strife creator? Yeah? Are you a strife creator? Yeah? Weak men hold grudges. Women are weak by nature, so that's why they hold. <laughs> Only weak men hold grudges. Right? We can enter into a brawl now, but tomorrow we cool. Right? Because we know how it is. We're like lions. Lions can claw each other up now. Two hours down the line, they're they chilling together, lying together. It, it, it's, 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 it's the laws of the game. Right? <laughs> Let women enter into a brawl. It never ends. everybody. Content. So the moment you start now contenting, striving, you, you're in the flesh. And remember, anything in the flesh is death. Is death. So the woman, yeah, well, well, well. come down, like wind down. <laughs> Don't wind 
up. Wind down. Don't wind. Because the only thing you'll the only way you'll dilute that thing is how? Is what? Winding. So don't wind yourself. Ask yourself, where is this thing ending? Where is this thing ending? Where? You know, it's not going to end well. Where is it going to end? The work of the flesh. <laughs> Let's go to the second, another level. Jealousy. <laughs> what? Jealousy. 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 Look, look at someone, look at someone, look at someone. Eyeball them, eyeball them. Eyeball them. Eyeball, eyeball. Jealousy. I ask them, are you jealous of me? Now, if they ask me that, I'll ask them, what's there to be jealous about? Are, are you jealous of me? Jealous? <laughs> Says it's a it's a work of the flesh. Jealousies. Let's go. Let's leave that one. Cause if fool. <laughs> Let, that one. Let's leave. Out. Hey, my God. Out. Outbursts of wrath. Nina, 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 Nina. Nabaz. Outburst of. And this one becomes more frequent the more older you grow. Outburst, it means that there was pressure again. It's a work of. And these are all areas where Satan. Will do what? Will incite. Remember she how she incited Eve. Yeah. The Greek calls him Zelos. Zelos. Outburst of of anger fits. Salomon defeats. 
Selfish. Wow. So walk of the selfish. The walk of the let's read again. Wow, Chris, what is dissensions, bro? Division. D? D? When you're playing both sides. Yeah? Ah, I'm socks on deed. Ah, waiting. All of a sudden, how about an about Troyan? But never Troyan before. The Bible says, the, here's what the Bible says about a divisive person, a person who causes sedition. Right? He, he, says, he says he's a dog. Division is wrong. Do not cause, it's a work of flesh rule people. We can see them now. You can see yourself, right? Yes. Don't act like. Heresies. You know what are heresies? Yeah? Factions. Factions. Party systems. Now I roll with this crew. Not with this crew. It's a work of the flesh. You see them in churches, I get? Yeah? You see them. Baba flow, this this crew buffalo together. Buffalo together. <laughs> Baba and I are gonna burn our floor together, and Baba and I beefing against this ones. Heresies, yeah? Hera, Hera, that thing is demonic. That thing is. You see, everything here in the flesh has a demonic counterpart. That thing is demonic. And this is one of the reasons why. And you can see why the body of Christ is not together. Ne? There's no unity. Most of them are in there. And they behave like they're in there. Yeah, and I'm of the tribe of this man of God. I'm on the tribe of this man of God. That's why I hate fraternities. I hate them. What purpose do they serve? Except a make feel good click. I hate them. I hate them because they does determine success, modes of success. You are successful if this is, no, no, hell no. Walks of the? It says endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit to the bond of peace. You have the prophets, the prophets, you have the pastors. These ones don't like these ones because these ones don't operate the way these ones think that they should operate these ones don't like these oh, heresies flesh no 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 they are spiritual flesh it's the work of the flesh it's the work of the flesh they're not supposed to be heresies in the church are you, are you listening to me they're not supposed to be heresies in your family why is it cruel are you trying to so that's how they operate. 
heresies. Works of the? 21. What? 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 Drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just also as I told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit. Those who practice such things will not inherit the... They are consequences to living and walking in the for all of us. And we can see that this whole world is run on the precipice of the flesh. You see that? The flesh rules the world. The flesh. Jesus said, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. He says, I have overcome the world. How did you do it? By dealing first with his what? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Self-con? 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 And those who are in Christ... Oh, against such. So how do you contend and succeed against your flesh? We done. How? It says walk. Walk. Sale transigredita. Walk in the Spirit. He didn't say pray in the Spirit. He says live in. Live in. Live in. Live in. Live in. Live in. So the only safe place for you is where? Ah. So where is the Spirit? What is the Spirit? What is he talking about when he says walk in the spirit? Is he referring to a place or is he referring to a person? When he says live in the spirit, is he referring to a place or is he referring to a person? What is he talking about? What is the key to victory over the flesh? Do you know the victory over the flesh? He says walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit does not carry uh, the message effectively live in the spirit how then do you live in the spirit what does it mean to live in the spirit what is it about the spirit that would give me mastery over the flesh and when is he talking about the spirit is he talking about my spirit he's talking about God's spirit what spirit is he talking about where is this spirit that I must live in? Then he says, but the fruit of the spirit, whose spirit? It's a question that is important for us to understand, right? The Greek word for the word spirit is pneuma. 
right? Now, Numa refers to spirits, whether that be the Holy Spirit, whether that be the human spirit, whether that be angelic spirits, whether that be demonic spirits. Now, it is the context, so die, of whatever it is the Bible is talking about that would specify to you what spirit is he talking about? Because spirit can be any spirit, right? Walk in the spirit can be demonic spirit. It can be any spirit, right? When he says walk in the spirit, it can be any spirit. What tells you what spirit he's referring to is, it's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like the word Elohim, right? Elohim does not make reference to God's character. It has nothing to do with God's character, right? So, so Elohim can be any, any kind of God, not just referring to God as in like Yahweh, right? Because Yahweh is attributed by his attributions. I mean, is, is linked to your attributions and his character, N not Elohim. Elohim makes no reference whatsoever to God's character but to the nature of spirit. So God, that's what the Bible says, he is God of gods. And that's why he says, there is no other God above me. He, he acknowledges that they are gods. Do you know God acknowledges that they are gods? Because of what they are, they are Elohim in nature. So he's the same way with Numa, right? Numa, does not make a reference to the characteristic or the character of spirit, but the nature of spirit. So when the Bible says, walk in the spirit, you would need to look at the context to define what realm or what nature of spirit is referring to. Right? Flesh and spirit, is he referring to the Holy Ghost? Is he referring to angelic spirit? Is he referring to demonic spirit? Is referring to human spirit. That's how you can uh, decipher what he's saying. Okay? So, he says, walk in the spirit. Question is, is it the Holy Spirit or the human spirit? Live in the spirit. God's spirit or your spirit? <laughs> where, where, where? Where is this spirit place he's talking about? God's spirit or your spirit? So, is it God's spirit that the flesh is antagonizing against? It's whose spirit? All right. So, whose spirit is he referring to? Your spirit. So if you live by the dictations of your spirit, he says, you will conquer the flesh. So 
the reason why the flesh in your life is not conquered is because your spirit is not, is not what? Is not at the helm of your life. Is not navigating your life. Is not deciding your life. I ask you, you know what is right. Why don't you do it? <laughs> you know what is right, right? Why don't you do it? Why? What is stopping you from doing what is right? Yeah? What is it? What is the thing that is stopping you or can from do? You know, but you don't do. What is it? We're going home now, but I need your answer quickly. Don't stop. We, what is it? So the thing that should be helping you go do what is right, where is it? Maybe it's the mind, Father. It's the mind. The mind. Yes. The, the mind is, is the hindrance. Yes. Okay. The mind. What is God telling us? God is telling us that we will not extract success from the potential of our spirit in any objective of life until we learn to function by our spirits. And he told you the function of your spirit. He's told you the function of your spirit. He said the fruit of the spirit is what? Oh. Is what? Is what? He said against such there is no law. He just said, he just said, if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. And then he says to you, he, he gives you the features that can conquer flesh. He says what? He says what? He says what? That means to be led by the Spirit is to be led by? Is to be led by? To be led by the Spirit is to be led by? Joy. To be led by the Spirit is to be led by? To be led by the Spirit is to be led by? To be led by the Spirit is to be led by? To be led by the Spirit is to be led by? So when he says walk in the spirit, he's saying walk in love. When he says walk in the spirit, he says walk in joy. You have no joy, that's why you are being whipped. You have no peace, that's why you are being whipped. Because you thought that walking in the spirit means... There is flesh there. <laughs> now he says the works of the flesh are evident. 
That means the works of the spirit are also what? Evident. If you walk in the, in the flesh, it will be evident. If you walk in the spirit, it will be evident. Some people say, I'm in the spirit. How? What's the evidence? Because there has to be evidence. You've got to have evidence for walking in the spirit. He says, walking in the spirit is self-control. Self? 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 We don't drink because we don't want to. Everything is permissible. Is permissible. All things are permissible. We can drink anytime we want. Okay, what's stopping me from drinking? What's stopping me? I got the money. I don't go into the bottle store and then at the, at, at the gate there, the sentence says, Christian, Christian, don't enter, Christian, Christian, don't enter. Everybody's welcome. As long as you're over 18, it's fine. So there's nothing stopping. What is stopping? Self-control. That means you can exercise self-control. You don't smoke. It's self-control. It's a function of self. That's why in that area, you're not in the flesh. That's why in that area, you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because this flesh wants drink. This flesh wants smoke. This flesh wants nice time. So if you don't, if you don't do those things, that means in that area, the flesh is dead. That means a person can drink in front of you right now. Okay? Yeah. Would you feel anything? No. Would you have any appetizing? No. Why? Why? In that area, you are in the spirit. So in, in the areas where your flesh is alive, you are not in the spirit. So he says, anger, jealousy, outbursts of wrath. He says, he says you, you, don't, you don't walk in the spirit. You don't walk in joy. You don't walk in peace. You, you get that? So there's a lack of the feature, of the function, of the work of the spirit in that area. So what do you do? What do you do? The same way you outburst. They say, who taught you how to, out, do, do, to outburst? Wrath. Who told you how to strive? What was the school you went into to, to, to learn how to argue? No. Tell me what, what university, what, where, where did you learn? It was free of charge. How much did you pay to learn how to argue? You paid nothing, but you're a specialist. <laughs> you are a specialist in arguing. Nobody can tell you anything, you. <laughs> But, but you went to no university. You are a specialist in the arts of jealousy. In the arts of witchcraft. You are a special... What, what school did you attend? Tell me what witchcraft school did you attend? You sat down, you went through the cause, none. The works of the flesh. In other words, it's the, the, the flesh itself is a university. 
if the flesh is a university, that means the spirit also is a university. So you, 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 you don't need to go to school to exude peace. Because some of you feel, you, you, you behave like you need to be prayed for 100 hours and then you walk in peace. No. The same way you decided to strive is the same way you decide to joy. The same way you decided to what? To exude jealousy is the same way you exude goodness. It's a choice. It's a, the features of the spirit are evident in the same way the, those of the flesh are. In other words, you can exude them at will because they are features. You can't say, I don't have love. No, you have love. It's a feature. You are born again with that feature. You can't say you have no peace. No, the only problem is that you are not expressing it. You are not manifesting it. You are choosing not to do it. Nah. What's hard about loving? What's hard about loving? Is the flesh that's hard about it. Flesh loves a grudge. Flesh loves a grudge. Flesh loves. Yes, Rata's Kupi. Flesh likes it. Likes it. Rabbi, if, if, my, if my brother offends me, how, 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 how many times must I, must I forgive you? Seven times in a day? Verily I say unto you, 70 times seven in a day. It's a dimension. You see, dimension is a unit of measurement. So love has dimensions. What is the width, the breadth, the height of the love of God? It, 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 all these things have dimensions. Joy has dimensions. There are dimensions to joy. That means you can measure joy. And the measurement of joy you have and live by is that same measurement that will give you either mastery or defeat when it comes to defeating the flesh in that vicinity. So your spirit cannot occupy a territory that it does not practice. If you find yourself having anger towards somebody, you must replace it. The works of the flesh are evident. The works of the spirit are evident. How do you, how do you replace anger towards someone? The, the first thing, the first thing, the first thing is what? Is love. And love forgives all things. Bears all things. <laughs> you understand? That's the kind of love God is talking about. Forgives all things. Pastor, I'm unwilling. That's a dimension. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're right. Jesus said 70 times 70. 70 times 7. How much is 70? 490? Yeah? 490 in a day. That means, according to Jesus, I can offend you, my brother, 490 times, and you must still forgive me and forget. 
Do you know where you learn that? In marriage. No, no marriage can be successful without consistently untiring forgiveness. It's, marriage is an exercise in forgiveness. That's what marriage is. If, if you ever want to know the reason why 90% of people who are not happy in marriage, what is the cause? Unforgiveness. That means if your wife or your husband wrongs you, I forgive you, move on. You move and forget. That means when something similar like that happens the, the, the next time, it, it must be as though it's the first time it happened. 70 times 7. Your brother must offend you 70 times and you must still forgive him. You must forgive their sin. Listen, it's easy to hold a grudge. It's easier to forgive. You didn't hear what I said. It's, it's easier to forgive. You know why? You are a child of love. If, if you don't find it easy to forgive, you are in the flesh. You live in the flesh. You are dominated by the flesh. Forgiveness is a gift you give sense rule people. It's a gift. What they do with it is up to them. <laughs> Can hold a grudge against you. I can't. Why? For what? For what reason? Mm. Think about all the grudges you have against all everybody. Hmm? Forgiveness is not the... Oh my God. You can forgive and dissolve a relationship. You understand? You understand? You understand? But you cannot dissolve a relationship by not forgiving. Do you understand? Yeah. When you dissolve a relationship with anybody, whether, whether that was through offense or through something that happened in the relationship, the relationship can sever, it's fine. But there must be what? Forgiveness. It's a fruit of love. So all these fruit have fruits within them. Lies is the work of the flesh. Lies. Stealing. Paul had it answer to. Let me add them. It's a work of the flesh. So he says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the what? That means, that means if, if you see that there is a work of the flesh that is consistently evident in your life, find Find its, its, its source. Because there's a source to every work of the flesh. There's a source. If you don't find the source, find a solution. 
I, I told you, the solution for fornication, there's only one solution. It's not abstinence. It's marriage. That's how you enter into the spirit. We are in the spirit. When it comes to sexing, we are in the spirit. We sex in the spirit. You get that, right? I must make it as, as understandable as possible. Right? So we don't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. When the flesh says, I need sex, you call your baby. Baby, I'm, 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 I'm around the corner. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Right? Here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says. The scripture says, the scripture says, it says, husbands, do not defraud your wife. Wives, do not defraud your husband. The, the, the Bible uses the word defraud. You know what's fraud? Yeah? Do you know what's fraud? What is fraud? What is fraud? You, you can use the dictionary. Like, you don't need to be afraid. It's not in the mind. It's fine. <laughs> No, you use the dictionary. We're going home, still 12. What is? To, to rob, right? To, to what? It says, it says, husbands, do not rob your wives. Wives, do not rob your husbands. Huh? My God. Do not. Do not. Rob. Husbands, do not rob. It says render. Render to each other what is due. He was talking in terms of sexual activity. Right? Then he says this. For the wife has no authority of his own body. Wife says all those things, right? And then he says this. He says, the only time you can be excused from your duties is when you what? Fast and? Nah. And then he says, but do what again? Come, Come again quickly. Oh my God. That's why the Bible says, a husband and wife, they are bound by law as long as the one party is what? Is alive. Once they die, because there's nobody to satisfy that need. He says, you, you are free to marry. Because you can't sit and be like, I'll be a widow. No, you'll be a harlot, not a widow. Verse 7. I. Chapter 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5. Do not defraud one another except with consent. In other words, both of you must what? Agree that, babes, for now, like, we busy, like, please, don't disturb me with these. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, please. Consent for a time, not forever. <laughs> 
Praise the Lord. Baba Mbalo Lali, four months. Get gay. Hey. Hey. Get to work. You are fraud. You are committing fraud. You are a robber. Go to, hey, go to your wife. Go to your husband. Praise the Lord. Release the heat. Lalo, alizur lelelang. Jalo, jelalo. Your body's telling you it's been long, baby. Praise the Lord. For a time, all these four months, they'll start rappel, they'll start fasting. So why are you robbing each other? I'm talking to the married now. Definitely all you else can look down. No, tonight get back to business. Are you listening to me? Hey, are you listening to me? Married, are you listening to me? I'm chonchaga lo muntu mshatila lezo mchonchile. Praise the Lord. Hey, umlando uthe ngena ngapha? Ngena. Ya oshatanga, that's why uzohlatamela uthi awoshatanga ben. Utanga ukuthi une choice wena, ngisho that's why I ngisho wena, I ngisho. You know so in general. He says, with consent for a time. For a? For a? For a moment. That you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer. And come again. Come together again. So that Satan does not tempt you. Because of your lack of self-control. See, see how you close the flesh? Coo, 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 coo. See that? Yeah, unless you are sick, fasting and prayer, or going through the purification of this unclean thing. Don't go have your sex with your wife uh, in, the, in the periods, bro. And allow, give her time. Give her time, body time to readjust. Get ready for you. And he says, so that Satan does not tempt you. How does how will Satan then tempt you? <laughs> you see how you, how you walk in the spirit, Mary. See, there are solutions for everything. And get what I want. Live on. Live in the spirit and you will not fool. You are fulfilling fornication. Forni, 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 forni. You're not married. That's why. In the flesh. Satan's got you. That's why every three minutes, I'm a phone. Every three days, baby. And we prepare the Holy Ghost, Lord. <laughs> I know this is wrong, but you forgive me. And I love this man. Oh, Jesus. 
And the worst of the worst is Christians. You know the worst of the worst is Christians. My family don't become Christians. Christians. Don't come see them wrapped up. Baromba, baromba, babaleba. Ba chenchan, left, right, and center. Bo baromba, bo singer. Superstar. Nya. That's it. It's how you walk in the spirit. You see that? They are evident. The works are evident. You see that? If you see all this wrath, outburst, Find a feature in the spirit. Oh, joy. Joy is a feature in the spirit. The, the, the Bible says the kingdom of God is peace. That means when, when you exude peace, you, what, what are you? You have brought the kingdom of God to that territory. Mm. Joy. Joy is, is beyond happiness. It's a pleasure, a, sati- a satisfaction that is found in the Lord. It's joy. <laughs> joy, have some joy, Jenna. Have some. No, I know you have joy. I'm not, I'm just, you know, my eyes and your eyes locked, you know? We locked. We locked out. Hey, don't worry, <laughs> So you fight in the fle- with your flesh? So you contend and win over your flesh? Do you see it? Do you see it? I said it's easy to hold a grudge. It's easier to forgive it. The problem is that you are thinking about the benefits of holding it, not thinking about the benefits of giving. <laughs> you like how it makes you feel about this person. No. Don't want to be feel good with all men. Yeah? Do you see how many areas, dimensions there are of warfare? But I'll tell you, if you don't deal with the fornication one, it's over. Like, it's, it's going to be a tough road for you. Because in Jalon J, you'll see a lady with a bum or a body, your body will jump. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. And there are different kinds, different flavors, different, different shapes in this world. You know, you look at me like we live in a world of, you know, blindfolds. I'm telling you, if you don't deal with that, because once you get married, you have access. So there's no need for you every time, Sophie. Watch them. Watch them. Have, have you ever seen men? Yeah. Have you ever seen men when a woman, beautiful woman passes by? 
And then who fit on you? And then who fit on you? Yeah, Joe, yeah, so they, they... They're not earthed. You don't get your Paul says I was right when I was dead. Then sin revived. And then I woke up. There. It revived did you in some stage. Take a one-year-old, right? Take a one-year-old. You and your wife kiss each other in front of them. They want to kiss too. Where did they get the information that it's the nature? Kabanga <laughs> when you are 1922. Imagine kids are or some beauty pass by. <laughs> you see that? That's why Mao Shata Melu Melu modify. U protect U protect the wrong Yeah, U protect the wrong ama 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 loopholes. Or lente sweet pea afita mo ah sharp upila you forgot. How do you go to the house with your feet? Yeah. You're in trouble. You see, that only happens when you defraud each other. Unpeg is up, Ken. Not your holy. Yabahalela. Yabahalela. And manja ourselves, you know, they say trial. Ourselves, good to go on our option, manja. So, Lonarazu, so Halela, Lonarazu, so Halela, Lonarazu, so Tenua Saz, man, Halela Bonke. So, the woman appetite for all kinds, all shapes. So, so get a dimension with lewdness.